So this is Phoenix, and I am running a fundraiser with my partner, Salema Anand, on June 9th through the 12th. Shimmy to be free, we donate to a local charity called Sense of Security, and it's all to help with the fight against breast cancer. We have a lovely show on Saturday night at Cleo Parker. You can look up more information at shimmytobefree.com, and welcome to the topic of conversation. I am Rob Scoggins, your host, and this is the Topic Conversation. We record live right here at the Denver Press Club and uh, every Wednesday night, but we are moving to uh, Original Brooklyn's on the Vic, on the Old Vic. The Original Brooklyn's in the Old Vic. That's where we're moving. And now we're, we're, we're starting there on April 13th, so come along with us. We'd love to have you uh, live in the studio audience uh, during that time. And where is it? Oh, sure. Um, where is it? I've been asked. And it's, um, it's, about, um, it's on Colfax, and it's about uh, 100 yards from uh, Mile High Stadium, where the you're, you're now defending Super Bowl champions, uh, Broncos, uh, play. And it's free parking. It's right next to the light rail here in Denver, and it's a block away from the bus station, and it's just a great uh, classic old, uh, old building. And it is a historical landmark, so we're very happy to be there, and they're excited to have us coming up soon. But tonight, our topic of conversation is... You know, I never knew this. I never knew belly dance. I knew belly dancing was a thing. I didn't know it was as big as it is. Um, and it's huge. And it's fun. And I, I've, I've watched it. I've, guys, it's real fun to watch on YouTube um, if it's done right and, and done, done nicely. Not the naughty stuff. And um, this young lady has made a name for herself in the in Denver metro area and internationally and locally and Canada. Um, <laughs> and in Canada and all over the place. She is a, a wonderful lady. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's got a CD out there. She'll tell us more about that. Uh, she can dance like crazy, and she teaches, and she motivates men and women. It doesn't have to just be women doing this. Guys, we can do it too, except we don't look as good in the skirts as they do. Um, well, some, some guys might. I don't know. And I'd love to. I love, uh, uh, I think she's a wonderful lady. Welcome to the show, Phoenix. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited. It's an absolute thrill, and we are so happy to uh, have you on as our as our last guest uh, this season and here at the Press Club. And then we're moving, and we're excited to, to move and, and go new places and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Wow. And, and I get well. First of all, I want to talk about your charm. Um, <laughs> it's lovely, and it's a phoenix. It is right. And and how did, you, how did you make that? I did not make it, but a lovely local artist did make it just for uh, you for me. Yes. Oh, nice. And is it something you wear all the time? No, not all the time. But public appearances and you're dancing? Just when it fits my cost, my outfit that I'm wearing for the nice. evening. Yeah, yeah. She look, you look great. Thank you. Um, how, did you how did you go with Phoenix? Uh, actually, my class, including someone in this room, and my teacher helped name me. Really? Because I actually have a tattoo on my back that I had long before I started belly dancing. And uh, they all just wondered well, why are you struggling with a name? Why don't you just call yourself with something that you put on your body that means something to you? So I went by Phoenix. And Phoenix is the, is, it, it, it dies and then comes back to life and, and has a lot of, you know, um, amazing, powerful images of being a Phoenix. It does. Uh, constantly reborn and the Phoenix is represented in every religion and spiritual following. And, wow, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, okay. even, even, uh, religions that might surprise you, such wow. as Christianity and, and mystical. And so it's, it is, and it's a beautiful thing. It's all about recreation and rebirth and the cycle of life and uh, kind of felt like it was really appropriate for yeah, me. Yeah, and there's phoenixes in Hindu. There is. Jewish. Yeah. Muslim. There is. Catholic. The phoenix is everywhere. Christian. Everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a popular name. I will say there are lots of other belly dancers that have phoenix in their name or potentially go by phoenix also. So I usually say Phoenix of Denver so that people know which one I am. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, long, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been? I started belly dancing in 1997. Really? Yeah, just for fun and to meet people when I moved to, to Denver and tried to figure out how to meet some people of like interest. I'd always been curious about the dance and I saw it in a catalog and I was like, well, I'll sign up and I never stopped. So are we getting close to 20 years? That... We are. Wow. We That's are. Awesome. Kind of blows me away too. Yeah. You're from Denver. You're from the Denver metro area. I am from North Carolina. In case you can't hear it, you I can will. hear. I can hear it. I didn't you know. I didn't know. I didn't know which. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Do you watch? Do you watch House of Cards? I know. I haven't. Yeah. You, you, you know. Yeah. That he's from South Carolina. He's okay. from the border. He's from yeah. one of the, it's the District Five. He's yeah. from or yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah. 
But yeah, you see, yeah, the, the country. What part? What part of uh, Carolina? I'm uh, from Wilmington, North Carolina, sure. which is the southern eastern tip, aka Hurricane Central. Yes. And if you want to go to a good beach school, that's UNC Wilmington's. UNC Dubs. UNC Dubs is an awesome school. Awesome school. Did yes, you go there? I did not. I went to NC State. Okay. So Another good go Wolfpack. There you mm-hmm. go. I had a friend who got his um, uh, architecture degree from there. Yeah, so my it's first, a great school. My first degree is electrical engineering, so I'm a very odd belly dancer. Wow. Electrical and really electrical engineering. Engineering. Yes. And then okay. I look like an engineer, don't I? Sure. <laughs> Can you drive a train? No, wait. I'm sorry. Can, <laughs> ready for Amtrak? No. Um, what type of what type of um, what type of uh, engine, uh, electrical? What, electrical. What? I was in telecom. Oh, telecom. Wow, mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you work in that? Field? I did. I did for about eight years. In Carolinas. Uh, I worked in Alabama, and then I transferred here about a year into my career, and I did the rest of my work here as a consultant. So, how long have you been in Colorado? Since ninety-seven. Nice. Since oh, go wow. Okay. January everything, of everything 97. happened in ninety-seven. Everything happened in ninety-seven. What a wonderful tra- what a wonderful Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, a little transformation you into can a new, new birth. Kind of see why I went by that name, uh-huh. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, when you were when you were a child in Carolinas, did you boogie? Did you dance? Oh yeah. Did you? Bo- I've yeah. been a lifelong dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up ballet, jazz, tap. Punk. Didn't like tap. Oh yeah, slam dance. So wait, too. wait, wait, okay. All right, ballet, ballet, tap, tap, um, jazz, jazz, and slam dancing. And slam dancing. How the hell? It's much more graceful when you have a ballet background. I bet you it is because you can jump higher into the audience. <laughs> or when you right? fall, you can look <laughs> like, like you meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if people don't know what slam dancing is, it's 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 not. It doesn't. You don't really hurt yourself. You just kind of have fun, and you 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 know you 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 hit each other a little bit, and then stage diving. You know, right? I mean, that's what it is. I didn't stage dive. Did you wear boots? I'm did scared you wear, of heights. Did you wear your Doc Martens? <laughs> I did not. Okay. I wore usually really tall boots. Really? Yeah. So th- those three, have you ever tried to do all three at the same time? Uh, Ballet, yeah. slam dancing, jazz, and tap? Okay, how about this? I used to dance for a local heavy metal band, <laughs> and the singer would stop singing and would bring this out This is in a, the Carolinas? Yeah. No, actually here in this Denver. This is here. Okay. And uh, they used the singer used to bring out a huge doomback, and instead oh, what's of singing, a, what's a, a, a large drum, okay. and uh, it's more of an African-based drum. Okay. And, uh, it sounds so, African. Yeah, he'd come out and yeah. he would play rhythms across heavy metal music in the background, and yes, there were a few of us that would belly dance to that. Wow. So we didn't slam into each other, though. No. We, we kept to our own space. And you don't have to wear the, the traditional outfits to belly dance. You can just no. do it. No, you yeah, can just, just go for it. Yeah. The when you were when you were doing that as a as a, a young high schooler, uh, doing all that fun stuff. Which one did you draw yourself more to? Was it the slam dancing, <laughs> tapping, jazz, or or ballet? Jazz for Was sure. Really? Yes, jazz. <laughs> so is it, now when and, and the audience needs to help me on this because <laughs> I'm a little confused. But jazz dancing reminds me of Fosse. You know, yeah. the, the hands. Oh, very much so. La la la. Yes, la, 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 yes. Wax on, wax off. Yes. Type of stuff. <laughs> Too bad this um, is not a video recording of you. Yeah, I'm in the, that's why it's not. Because <laughs> a big guy dancing, some women think it's funny, and most women think it's sad. Oh, you were doing um, that really well. I thought it was great. No, I, yeah, sure. I'm on the, th- on the thunder from the other under. <laughs> okay, ladies who go to Vegas, you'll know that one later. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Let's go back to um, the the jazz. So jazz, really? I mm-hmm. mean, because that's kind of sl- you know. I always think of it as slow movement. I don't know if anybody's has seen the musical Fosse or anything that that he's done. I guess the most notable one would probably be what chorus line, probably, probably. Yeah. yeah, that type of thing. Um, <laughs> how do you jump from jazz to belly? Well, I went to college and I had to give up dancing for a while. I modeled for a really long time. And uh, then whenever I was working in Alabama, that was the first time I saw a catalog that you could learn how to do this thing called belly dancing. Um, but my work never allowed, I was always working overtime as a consultant. Mm-hmm. So, so never so you, had you were a, a model to get yourself through school. Did that help? Yeah. That's great. It did. So print did model, walk, runway? Uh, runway mostly. Oh, Some print, mostly runway. Wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And then, uh, well, you look good. Yeah, I can see that. Well, and actually, little less known story. Uh, just like any location, you have the channels that are more regional. Mm-hmm. So there was a channel in the Carolinas, mainly in the North Carolina area, that had a local dance show. This was in like, the eighties or nineties, eighties, nineties. People are going to start figuring out how old I am. No, they're not. But it was in no, the nineties. This audience, no, it no, was, I'm it was in no. the nineties. Nineties, okay. 
It was last year. Good. And uh, yeah, when oh, I was in college. So, <laughs> so I danced on a local dance show, just kind of hip hop. Top like American 40. Bandstand, yeah, American bandstand kind of. Thing. Yeah, they saw a few of us in a club and invited us to become dancers in the club. So okay. uh, modeling in that got me through college. That's awesome. That got me a lot of free drinks. That was sure. Awesome. I'm sure it did. Yeah, it was yeah. Great. yeah. Heck yeah, and um, yeah, why not? <laughs> the so that was fun, right? Yeah, that okay. was awesome. And I then loved you, it. and then and then after after your degree, mm-hmm. um, you you got another degree. Yeah, I did. Were you a double major or did you just... No, I uh, graduated in engineering, worked in that field, worked in telecom for a number of years, uh, eight or so years. And uh, after the market kind of crashed, we hung in there for a little bit longer, but I could see things weren't working out very well. And you mean the recession of 08 to to 11? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I finally just decided I wanted to do something new. And um, it kind of shocked a lot of people whenever I said, I'm going to quit being an engineer and I'm going to go be an RN. Uh, Some people that saw the progression and also knew that I volunteered Mm -hmm. in the ER for 10 years realized where the connection was because a lot of people are like, that's a leap. But actually, I volunteered in the ER for a number of years. Registered and, nurse, uh, huh? Yeah, so I walked away from IT and uh, went in to become an RN and did an accelerated 11-month program. What? And yes, it was insane. Right, wow. Edna? She remembers. <laughs> you did it too? No, she just remembered oh, the frazzled yeah. phoenix coming into dance class looking like huh. a Truck had hit her. Looked like a phoenix. Uh, or a newborn phoenix. Probably not the newborn. Probably the one at the Teenage end. Teenage phoenix. Oh, yeah. oh, I think the, the end. The newborn oh, happened the after I graduated. The one that's dying at Harry Potter? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I think I usually looked like that during a, that 11 months. That's so sad. And I became an RN. Okay. Started working at Craig Hospital. Which Where'd you is, get your RN? Oh, uh, Regis. Give a shout out. Yeah, Regis. Regis. Yeah. yeah. Regis, wonderful place. program. Wonderful program. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful program. Glad I did that one. And uh, now I work at Craig Hospital part-time, and uh, Craig Hospital does uh, all spinal cord and brain injury rehabilitation, acute rehab. Wow. And, Regarding um, Henry type stuff. Yes. Right. And uh, it's a little more intense than what usually people think when they hear rehab. It's, right. uh, and it's a wonderful place to be. And the people who are, who, are, who are Googling regarding Henry, it's the Harrison Ford, J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. uh, movie where he gets hit by a car, and I don't want to ruin it for you, but yeah. 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 Wonderful movie. So, yeah. Um, wow. That's yeah. incredible. So, uh, so um, part of me getting my RN was also driven by dance because I was already starting to teach and I wanted to know more anatomy mm-hmm. and more safety. And so I was looking at different degrees and different avenues to go and ended up becoming an RN, which actually enhances me as a teacher because I truly understand the body structure, the spine especially. And uh, is, it a, yeah. is it amazing how the human body can move? It is. Unbelievable, right? Yes, it is. I mean, and... Obviously, yoga has been around forever. Yes, and yes, unfortunately, it has, yes. the of course America thinks they found it in 1995. Right. But I'm like, guys, it's been around for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga is is a big is something that a lot of belly dancers do. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't yoga just controlled stretching? Isn't I mean strengthening too? Strengthening. It requires a lot of strength to okay. hold the poses and to hold it without shaking and falling over, like you see in some of the comedies. Yeah, that would uh, be me. A lot, yeah. of, lot of strengthening, a lot of toning, a lot of abdominal control. Yeah, my there my too. downward crouching, my downward crouching dog is is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a lot. It of looks it, like so. a messed up cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a visual. It's a bad visual. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more like a downward crouching hippo. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't get up? It's very hard on the body, but it's it, you can train the body to do it at any okay. size too. I yes. mean, it's amazing. I, I've seen guys bigger than me doing yoga. I mean, they do yoga at, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They do yoga in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, women do it in the Olympics. It, it's amazing, and, yeah. and it really does help the body. Yeah, and it helps everything. Everything just goes in that. Yeah, I just think sweating in a room with fifty people is not my thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, when you were when you um, when you got into belly dancing, did you realize? Were you in the? Ooh, were you um, when you came here and you started reading about it? Mm-hmm. And you said, "I can do this. I want to do this." What? When did you? When did you say this is something I want to do? I, From engineering to nursing to belly dancing. I actually, whenever I was still in engineering, was when I started. Um, and I actually, pure curiosity, I thought, that looks like fun. I'm going to go. I just moved to Denver, and I thought, what a great way to meet some people 
probably in my age group that want to go out, but not necessarily go out partying because I, I was married and I still am married. And um, I was just like, how do I meet some people? Because yeah. outside of college, it's hard to meet people when you move to a new place. So I really meant, meant to just meet friends. And I thought I'd take a six-week session and be done with it and move on to something else. Yeah. And uh, I What does a six-week session back in 1997 cost? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe... $40, $50, something? What, I can't really remember, it, to be what honest. Would cost, what would it cost in 2000, 2016? The range um, really really depends on where you go. My classes, for example, cost um, per month anywhere from 35 to 50 depending on the location that you go to. And that would be a once a week, yeah, one hour. Reasonable. Yeah, it is very yeah. reasonable. You can figure nine to eleven dollars a class. And you have a beginner class. I do. And then medium class. I have a mixed level that's kind of so like a, the beginning. Is that a latte or what is yes, that? Yes, it is. What would it that is. be at Starbucks? Uh, I don't know. Um, a vente. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe. Does it? Does it <laughs> vente might be my intermediate. Is that what it is? Is that the intermediate one? That's the intermediate. Um, so you have a beginner class, mm-hmm. um, a medium-sized class, yes. people who are a little bit more advanced. Kind, and kind and of in the middle. You're not quite ready for intermediate, but you need a little more challenge. And it has to do with move, movement. It does. Uh, all about movement. How, movement how, and musicality. Okay, your rhythm. Really, really big on musicality. Does musicality mean rhythm? It means being able to hear and interpret the music. And a nice way of saying rhythm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's some people who don't have rhythm. Yeah, that's true, but and, they, can, they can learn it. They can? Yes. Really? Yes. God, my, my mom and dad were horrible. <laughs> I don't believe that people I mean, movement, learn. moving, moving. Yeah. Now, now, playing the piano and organ, he, he, my dad could do that. Uh, my, mom, my mom can sing fairly well. But moving, dancing, no. A lot of it's learning to calm the mind and be able to really hear and then be able to interpret that, what you hear through the body so people can see. And you have a youth program? I don't really have a youth program. Youth, I do have do kids in my class. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have children? I don't. Don't have children. Uh, does your husband dance with you? Uh, no, that would be slam dancing. <laughs> he like la- oh, yeah, still, so still. Yes. Wow. Well, we know what type. Well, okay. Where you go? He does drum for that's me. That's awesome. No, that's 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 awesome. I was I was trying to think of something, but I got nothing. I got nothing on that one. Although uh, all the all the belly dancers do migrate to my husband whenever they see him in a restaurant because they know he will get up and dance. Okay, so yeah. he will. Good rhythm. Whatever they tell him to do, because he's <laughs> terrified. I think so. <laughs> the uh, so ch- children can do it. It's a good, yeah. good, good, good way to move the body. It is, and it learn is. your body as a youth. It is. Yeah. It's great for teenagers. I highly encourage young teenage girls to learn it because, uh, and and boys, uh, everybody at that age is going through so many changes, and they're already uncomfortable. And to have something that you really keep that comfort in your body, and you learn about yourself, and you learn it's still okay to do some things that feel a little wild yeah. without it being something dangerous or unhealthy. And then senior program yes. for people people over 70. Yes. That's amazing. They're doing it too. Yes. Did you see that w- woman lift the weights 250, 225 pounds? I did. I did. Have you seen the woman do the Latin routine that I think she's like 77? No. She rocks it. Really? Is it on YouTube? We can find yeah, it. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, it's but 70, she just did. 77-year-old lady doing, doing Latin. And I mean, I mean she... Did it as well as a 25-year-old woman. Really? Yes. She rocked it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and in the senior program, you have to be a little concerned about movement and, and, and things like that, too. You do. You, you uh, Actually, at any age, because people have in injuries and you want to make sure that, you know, if somebody has a shoulder or a neck or a back injury, even a knee injury, that we don't ask them to do anything that's not safe for their body. A lot of it's really, really based on learning the proper posture. And uh, I'm a little bit of a stickler for that, being a spinal cord nurse. Sure. Imagine that. Yeah. So, uh, it yeah. It all fits. Your whole little life fits. <laughs> it with does. The, with the engineering and it, then the, It took a while for yeah. it, all the pieces all that fits. were flying around to come together. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and so the posture really helps a lot of the protection and learning to use the muscles as opposed to using the skeleton to make things happen. That keeps your body in check because your body at that point then is not going to it's going to warn you. It's going to say, I don't like that. And so a lot of it's also knowing your body and knowing don't push it. So, now, a lot of people do this in bare feet. Yes. Now, that's, I was talking to some of your students here, here in the audience, and they say on a, on a hardwood floor, that can be painful for a while. I mean, yeah. it, depending on how long you do it for. I mean, most, I mean, I was told by them, you have a, a thing coming up where you're going to be dancing for long hours. Yes. Yeah. Is it a marathon? Is it a challenge? What is it? <laughs> 
It's not a shimmy-a-thon. I mean, 30, hour, 30, 30 hours of belly dancing, do you guys do tag team? I mean, that's... No, like, yeah, it is kind of more like a tag team. I hope so. But it's a nice little introduction that says, and now we have so-and-so, and okay. they come out. So. Wow. So the tag team is really the announcer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So usually uh, a performance for a show like what they're speaking of is usually a five-minute performance, mm -hmm. and then another performer comes out. So you get going. to rest. Yeah. yeah. You just keep going. Yeah. Now I dance in the restaurants, and that can be a 30-minute set with nonstop yeah. uh, entertainment. So Now, do you, do you have special shoes for this? Because I, I know the tap shoes. I know the jazz shoes. Mm -hmm. I know the ballet shoes. I know the slam dancing shoes, which are usually combat boots. <laughs> what are the shoes you wear for belly dancing? Because um, most of the time I see it in bare feet. I yeah, mean, that's, I mean, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, a, a lot of people, I find it more comfortable in bare feet. Okay. Yet, whenever I teach for long hours, I do wear a dance shoe that has a little bit of support. Yeah. Some people choose to wear like a little ballet shoe or something like that. Now, you'll see Seth in the audience right there, one, yeah. of, our, one of our supporters. Yeah. How about those, those little somebody, somebody could dance in that because they're really cool. flexible. So you just would want a, a shoe that would allow you to go up on the ball of your foot and also allow your foot to flex and bend. You wouldn't want something that was really tight. Those are like aqua socks or yeah, those, of, those gloves, would work. of gloves for feet. Yeah. Yeah. You should yeah. get a sponsor. There you go. There you go. I know, right? There you go. Done. So you, for classes, I, I suggest if, if somebody does have a foot issue to go to one of the dance stores and get, say, a jazz sneaker, which is a flexible sneaker or a ballet shoe or something that works for them. Uh, some people do choose to dance in sandals that might have a little bit of support. Okay. Uh, in, in the restaurants, being that the floors, I don't want to step on broken glass, I wear sandals. And you were laughing. What's going on? Oh, the image I have is is because you're an RN, you dancing, belly dancing in Crocs. No, I, just, I don't. I, was, I don't I was, wear Crocs. Like, <laughs> Those things are horrible. I was like, that's <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> She's done being a nurse and she goes being, and she forgot to take off her shoes. She's dancing in Crocs. Um, or, or, and I, or clogs or whatever. The other vision was Birkenstocks. So yeah. No. I was like, that's hilarious. I'm thinking a little bit more of a sexy lace up sandal. Okay. okay. Something okay. nice. Something nice. Yeah. Something you find like at the Ren yeah. Fair. No, I saw you. I saw your stuff on Facebook and yeah. I saw your stuff on YouTube. You guys have a fun time. We have a blast. You ladies have a blast. It's like a belly dancing sorority. It's like being a teenager it again, 90% of watch. the time. You're having a good time, and it's and it's permitted. Yeah. that's what's awesome. And another thing I like about it, and you know, we, we've already talked about the who does it and where you do it because you can do it anywhere, and why you do it. Now, why you do it is is an interesting topic because it's any body size. You it know, is. you always see ballerinas are little thin women with no bosoms, and you see, um, I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry, the international term is breast. Um, <laughs> and and then you see the jazz people who are really tall and lanky and crazy looking with all their arms and legs. And then you see the, the, the punk rockers are usually short, stocky men and women who beat the crap out of each other. And then, and, then, and then in tap dancing, it's usually, you know, very fit people. Yeah. You know, it's tap dancing, very yeah. fit people. And, uh, you know, they got the washboard. But belly dancing is for anybody. Any belly, size, belly anybody, anywhere. Yeah. It is. It, belly dancing is for everyone. It is not just for women. There no. are... A lot of men who dance, and they dance beautifully. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there's, I, like I said, in my classes, I have teenagers that are 14 years old, and I have women that are close to 70, if not in their 70s. My mentor is in her 70s, and she does still dance. And everything from petite to plus size. Yes, all sizes. Yeah. It's all walks of life. Yeah. And, so, and, and, the, and the outfits look good on everybody. They do, because there, there are different outfits that people can wear. A lot of times people have in their head the Hollywood belly dancer with the jewel in her belly. Ooh la la. And yeah, and all the sparkles and the belly showing. And some people might be like, I'm uncomfortable to show my belly. And there are dresses that are absolutely gorgeous that look like these amazing evening gowns. And I mean, the one we talked about, I was talking to Sharon about, uh, and you, uh, on, on, on Facebook, $1,000. For, for an outfit? That would oh, be a really high-end, really beautiful, yeah. like true crystal dress. Yeah, yeah. that um, you can you can dress yourself and belly You can make dance. your own. You can make your own. You can, thrift stores are awesome places yeah. to look uh, and decorate. If you're willing to do a little bit of work, you can dress yourself for $100 and have a nice outfit. It might not be something that uh, you would see on the on the professional stage or in the restaurant, but there are ways as a as a student for sure to do it on a budget. I'm Rob Scoggins. You're listening to the Topic of Conversation. We're right here at the Denver Press Club, and our topic tonight is belly dancing. And our lovely guest is Phoenix. She is incredible, and 
she's from uh, all over the United States, and she's incredibly, incredibly uh, educated and, and, and talented, and we're talking about belly dancing right now. The, when, you, when you think about it, when, tell me and, and paint a picture for our listening audience and the people in the, in the studio audience uh, on, on what a man would wear to belly dance, the traditional outfit that a guy would wear. Okay. Uh, it's hard to narrow it down to just... Because I'm picturing Bollywood. Yeah. I'm picturing India. Well... Which is probably way wrong. Yeah. It, um, so there are various styles of belly dance. That's one thing. Uh, there's not one form of belly dance. The word belly dance actually has a lot of controversy, but I do use it because in the States, that's what the majority that are not into it know right. is then what we do. Sure. Uh, but there are so many different forms of belly dance. So there's uh, various forms of folkloric dance that come from truly the dance of a particular country. Can and, you share some of the names and the countries that they're um, with? Well, there is an Egyptian folkloric, there's Turkish folkloric, there's the Romani style. There is, oh gosh, it could go on. There are actually um, various African dances that are not necessarily considered belly dancing, but they helped form belly the dancing. The same type of movement. Yeah. Okay. And so a lot of those folk- folkloric dances are very flat-footed dances, and guys might be in what what we would say is like a long tunic to the ankles yeah. with some pants up under it okay. and still a hip scarf on. Uh, they might just be in some harem-style pants. Um Nowadays, there's also, there's the Americanized version of belly dancing that we have that's very tribal and fusion-based, and uh, it's very much a fusion dance, and a lot of the men will wear bell-bottoms that are kind of real earthy-looking, or maybe not. They might be totally flashy and shiny, Uh, and some guys will actually wear kind of a tiered cotton skirt uh, and and a hip scarf, and on the top, they might wear a vest. Uh, they might wear a tank top. They might not wear a top. They might have, you know, like some sort of decorative jewelry that they're wearing. Uh, the outfits for men vary just as much as the outfits for women. It, it's it's really, I mean, that's probably, that's just what comes off the top of my head. Sure, that's wonderful. Yeah. And then for women, what's your traditional look uh, for Ameri- you know, how would people would dance in America? Or just paint us a picture for other countries too. What's the traditional yeah. dress? So again, it goes back to, we've got so many styles of dance. It's so hard to cap all the history of belly dance in one hour. So I'm kind of glazing over. Um, uh, the cabaret style, which is more the flashy Hollywood that whenever you hear that, people can think the Hollywood dancer. So you can think like the beaded set that's the bra and the belt and a skirt or a pair of pants. But also there are um, evening gowns that uh, are like Egyptian dresses that it is all connected and the belly's covered. There are belly dresses that are more of a folkloric dress. Again, it looks like a long tunic. And um, it's, it's more, it goes all the way up to the neck and then you have a hip scarf on and really big sleeves. And you get into more the um, American tribal style that might be, we call them the big flying 25 yard skirts. <laughs> they literally are 25 yards of fabric. Wow. And when you pull them up, they, it's just tons and tons and tons of fabric. And you spin around nice. You spin that. and you can play with them. And they're like a cotton often uh, tiered skirt. Uh, you know, that is a good question. It's definitely a few pounds, and yeah. it takes up a huge section of my closet because I wow. have a couple. Okay. And you can tell where they are because there's a big gap right there <laughs> with one hanger and sure. lots of fabric sticking out. Um, so there's a, there's a style that's American tribal style. It originally was turbans and more of a little half top that's called a choli top. Mm-hmm. They might cover their belly. They might not. And then those big skirts with big tassel belts. Um, bigger coins, something that you would kind of think Earth Mother Goddess, whatever you look at it. Sure. So when you jump to that style, very, very different than the, you know, tri- the, what people consider the Hollywood cabaret dancer. Um, each one of those facets, the folkloric dance, each one might have a particular item that you wear. It might be a particular dress or a t- particular tunic. Uh, so that's why I go back to the costuming for people in belly dance there's the gambit to meet whatever body type the person is and also what they're comfortable wearing. They don't have to, because a lot of times people look at belly dance and they're like, I am never going to wear that little tiny bra and belt. I mean, I'm just not going to be comfortable in that. Now down the road, a lot of times they surprise themselves and they become a lot more comfortable with their body, which I love to see, Mm -hmm. but also to respect what, you know, and it's all about having fun. It's not about making somebody do something. So there's so many choices a lot of people will just wear like a beautiful velvet A-line dress and dress it up with lots of sequins and beads at the hip and at the chest and wear lots of beautiful jewelry, and, and that can be a fabulous outfit. Now, I know men may wear makeup uh, when they belly dance, and that's fine. Probably more for the entertainment. 
of it because of, they go on stage. But uh, is there a certain type of, of, of makeup that you wear or a face that you wear when you're belly dancing or, or just free, free, free for all? Most of the time for me, I'm, I'm more of a cabaret-style dancer. So I'm usually just wearing... There's the jazz part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing more of the kind of, we'd call them like the Egyptian eyes or the smoky eye, that kind of thing. Um, if I do, when I did dabble in ATS, American travel style, a lot of times you did paint what would look like almost tattoos or markings on your face. Nice. And uh, so, um, but usually it's just more like really heavy stage makeup. 90% of the time. Let's talk a little bit about stereotypes. I mean, because uh, stereotypes of belly dancing, we've talked a little bit about, you know, the, the stereotype of the way Hollywood pr- produces it and the way we, way we see it on film and on television. But, um, I, you know, a lot of people think of it as, as people, sometimes the women hum or, or sing while they're dancing, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes. Yeah. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going the wrong direction there. That that's gonna that's gonna probably be more like a spiritual okay. event. More yeah. something. Yeah. More of a. You're Zen-like. usually not singing, not in the states. Now, if you go and you fly over to Egypt and you are watching a beautiful woman dance to an orchestra and somebody is singing, you might see that she's also singing the words. She knows them. Mm-hmm. The song really means something. Uh, and that's why she's doing the movements that she is and moving like she is. And a lot of times the songs are about the country or uh, a love or, or something that's happened. It could be about something sad. So she might be singing, but in the States, I'll say you usually don't see that. Um, I think that's the Americanized version of we think if people are dancing and singing, then it's distracting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if here, people just don't know they're doing it. So if I went over, if I went over there and saw an average looking woman doing it, what, what would she do? And uh, What do you mean? No, because you said oh. beautiful. So oh, I was like, well, that's oh, because it, I think all women no, are they beautiful. Are. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, very much. I think if she's a woman and she's, she's up be- there dancing, she's, she's beautiful. Absolutely. The other stereotype is the is the clickers. Yes. Is the uh, I brought symbol. some. Yes. Let's let, let's take those out now. Okay. The the symbols. Sometimes they're wood. Sometimes they're metal. Sometimes they're coconut. Sometimes they're bones. Uh, sometimes they're whatever. In um, belly dance, they're always metal. Always metal. There are some okay. practice ones that are wooden. Okay. Uh, and then when you get into some of the Turkish folkloric styles, people will dance with wooden spoons. But Ooh. when we're talking, Ooh. yeah, when we're talking about what I'm using here, um, these are called the sagat or zil. Uh, sagat is the Egyptian word. Zil is the Turkish word. Okay. And um, they are made of metal. Okay. So they're usually brass-coated or solid brass. And we use that same term in, in the States, sagat and... You mean like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Don't... I usually just call them zils because that's what most zils. of the people know them. But a yeah. lot of times people don't realize that zil is actually more based with the country mm-hmm. and that sagat is the Egyptian Now, style. have you guys ever gotten together with a bunch of them and kind of done like uh, Carol the Bells? It's funny that you say that. It's funny that you say that. I took on this crazy project with my classes, and they were willing to go crazy with me. And on April 16th, all of my five classes. This April 16th? Yes. 2016, April 16th, 2016. Yes. Coming up. Just coming up at the Cherry Creek Harbor. My classes are going to all dance together, each doing different uh, Middle Eastern style rhythms and a little dance. And I guess we could classify it as... Ringing of the bells. Oh, I love it. Belly dance style. That's awesome. It's been quite the adventure, and they're doing great. And, and how many how many people were involved in this? How many? Uh, there's going to be 24 wow. of my. Some of the people couldn't be there, that's so I have more more students, but uh, not all of them could do it. But 24 of them have volunteered to be my my and crazy people. And all dancing the same 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 thing, or are they doing different things? They are all doing different. Good things. for them. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. Sounds great. Yes. On the 16th of this month. At Cherry at Creek Cherry Harbor. Harbor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there a song you know on it, or can you just give us an example? I'll just give you an example of some rhythms. Okay. All right. So I don't want to get too close to the mic. Phoenix and her, what are okay. they called again? Phoenix and her. Um, um, we'll call them Zills. Okay. Phoenix and her Zills. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Want more? Yeah, a little bit more. Okay. How long, did, how long did it take you to learn that? 
Oh, my goodness. That's always a story. So um, I was never a musician, in case you didn't notice. I never stated that I was a musician until I became a belly dancer. When you become a belly dancer, if you decide to go as someone that's going to force you to learn the zills, like I did. Because you don't have to belly dance and use the zills. You can do it without it, right? So that's a big debate. Um, the, the sagat or the zills are something that is very special to belly dancing. I'm not going to say not all countries use the zills, uh, but a lot do. And uh, it was a dying art for a while. Luckily, it's come back. There are some of us that say if you want to move up in belly dance, it is really good to know, and they might actually require it. Um, but it's not, it's not required. You don't, every song you don't have to put these on, but it is a really beautiful art to learn. Um, it's hard because you are playing a musical instrument with your fingers, with very specific rhythms, patterns that you're using along with moving your body. And the two are not always doing the same thing at the same time. Wow. So the idea of multitasking comes into test. Yes. Right there. And so uh, so for me, it took me a while. I took drumming classes. I took from multiple teachers. And I've actually developed a style of teaching the Zills for people that struggle like I did because mm-hmm. I did not sound like that years and years ago. And my mentor had to constantly say, Phoenix, pick up those Zills. Quit putting them down. Mm. I tried to run away from them. And uh, <laughs> so, so the band that I work with and uh, myself, we did a lot of work together. And it probably... It took me a few years to really get good and comfortable with them. Wow. And so, you started those right away in 97, or did you wait a few years? And said, I ah. probably waited about a year in. And then got into them. Yeah, yeah. And then you feel like you, you, you got into them three years after, two years after? I'd I mas- probably, probably say three years. Not master the zills, but become very efficient. I'd say maybe two years, maybe. Wow. That's a big maybe. That's incredible. It took me a while. But I, if somebody has a music background, then they're going to have a lot easier time than I did. Yeah. That was part of my, I had to back up and learn music and uh, really learn how to play with them. So, When we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more of the history and a little bit more of the mystery of belly dancing and how she has gotten people in Colorado and around the United States and the world to get up and dance. My name is Rob Scoggins. This is a Topic Conversation, and we'll be right back after the break. Thanks. <laughs> Consider joining the Denver Press Club, which offers a relaxing atmosphere of camaraderie and creativity and serves as the hub for Denver's media, public relations, and communications community. It's the nation's oldest press club, with the first organized meeting held in 1867, and with the club making its home at 1330 Glenarm Place since 1925. Please visit our website at denverpressclub.org to find out all the great things that are happening throughout the week, month, and year. We're open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Come by and see us. Okay, folks, don't, uh, don't forget it is, uh, well, the Zing Tea is our official drink here at the Topic of Conversation. Those cans behind Jude uh, Delorca right there are, are free to take home. Uh, we want you to try a Zing on me, so have a Zing on me. Uh, and, of course, when we move to the next venue, it's have a Zing on me, too. But take one home. Tonight's uh, flavor is uh, uh, Zing Tea with ginseng and a real cane sugar. They're wonderful little drinks. Uh, put them in the refrigerator. You can also heat them up. Uh, they're very, very good. Take a can home if you want one that's also free poster night. Uh, So take a poster home as well. Uh, You can do it at the end of the show. You don't have to do it now. They'll be there. (laughs) Uh, But have a Zing on me. They are the official drink here at the uh, Topic of Conversation. And we thank Zing Tea and the LeBond Brothers and everybody who's involved over at New Age Beverage to be a part of of it. We are uh, very happy to have the LeBond Brothers New Age Beverage as a part of the show every week here at the Topic of Conversation. Uh, Once again, we thank you folks for taking time out of your busy weeks and coming down here to join us. And support Phoenix on the show. And we hope you follow us to the original Brooklyn's at the Old Vic, uh, starting, uh, <laughs> starting April uh, 13th, uh, our first show there. Uh, the crew will be there, I'll be there, and we hope you'll be there too. Tell your friends and family, like us on Facebook, and all the good stuff uh, here at the Topic of Conversation. Okay. I am Rob Scoggins. I'm your host. This is the Topic of Conversation, and we are live here at the Denver Press Club having a great, a great time. Uh, every Wednesday night, and we're moving to the original Brooklyn's uh, at the Old Vic, uh, not too far from here, and we're going to have a good time there as well. We have a lovely and talented uh, uh, guest tonight. She is a, a belly. She is an RN. She is. She's got a, a CD out uh, of of music and and teaching, and she is also uh, a belly dancer extraordinaire. And she's helping Denver move. She's helping people get up and dance and get out of their house and stop looking at videos and social media and get up and go do something. And it's wonderful that she's doing that. Please welcome back Phoenix uh, to the show. 
you know, it's wonderful because we are stuck in social media. We are we love entertainment on a video. We 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 love cat videos. We have this thing with cat videos. Um, do you have a cat or a dog? I have three cats. Three cats and a snake. And a snake. Three cats and a snake. Mm-hmm. That could be a good cartoon. That could be. You know? I don't let them play together. Because it was three men and a baby. Now it's yeah, three, ki- three kitties three and a snake. And a snake. Yeah, no. So what are the cats' names? So Jelly Roll, Bix, and Ishchel. <laughs> you have the cast of the musical Cats. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't give a cat a real name. No. No. Um, and a snake. Yes. What type of snake? She is a ball python, and her name's Nagaina. Nagaina. And how old is she now? She is, oh gosh, seven? So she's pretty big now. She, well, they don't get too big. Okay. But, but yeah, she's, she's I mean, probably eat, about as big, if you, yeah. If you feed it things, it will. Right, yeah. Is, he the, rat, is it at the rat stage now? Yeah, she'll stay there. Not at the cat stage? No. Okay. <laughs> they scare her. They, that, look, <laughs> they probably look like Godzilla outside yeah. of the cage to her, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you ever dance with her? I have danced with her. It's not why I got her. Not the her. cats. I'm not talking about the cats. Well, I've danced about... with the cats too, oh. but not on stage. Well, that's, just... that's funny. Yeah. Uh, but you've not Nagahila? What's her name? Nagaina. 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 And you've danced with her. I have danced with her, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, does she like it? Uh, well, snakes are hard to tell. They don't have any eyebrows, so their facial expression is the same all the time. Oh, yeah. So I like to think that she does. Well, in the Jungle Book, you can, no. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. She doesn't really move her eyebrows no, around like the cartoons. Um, but, but wonderful to dance with, huh? Are there other snakes that you would dance with or just her? I would probably only be comfortable dancing with her or um, there's a friend of mine that sometimes I keep her snake. It would have to be a snake that's comfortable with you because sure. they do have um, fears and emotion. And well, they get to know you. They do. They do. And you so have to know you. them. Yeah, she does. Does she know your husband? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They really do. They, 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 sense, they sense you. They know you from birth and all that yes. stuff. Snakes have a lot more personality than people imagine. Imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you, um, if you ever are around reptiles and really pay attention, they have their own little, little things they do and their own personality. Um, you do, you do. I mean, you sometimes feel that I've, you know, in, in belly dancing, they dance with animals. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, you know, snake dancing, I think, I don't know that that really goes far back or who did it first. Uh, that would probably be a pretty big research topic. It's probably a more modern thing than it is a really old tradition. But, uh, if I was asked, yeah, I've been asked to come to certain shows and would you please bring your snake and dance with your snake and, uh, it, there is some tricks to it because it cannot be a planned dance. You cannot assume that that snake was going to do what you want her to do at that moment. So well, you, have you. Yeah, you have to work with her. You have to work with her. Yeah, yeah, and she is. And uh, but uh, you also have to keep them very safe and make sure that the crowd knows that she's going to be there, so that no one kind of freaks, freaks out. out on uh-huh. you. So, so that's why I say I dance with her, but more on occasion. Uh, it's not a regular thing. It has to be a special occasion. She's really my pet and now my little girl. Let's say, and I think that's wonderful. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that, and, and she's eight. Yeah, I oh, think so. I have to figure it out. Yeah, and they can had live her for a, a while. Time. Yes. Ball pythons can live 20 to 25 years. Wow. So she's supposed to grow old with me. Okay. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And she will. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> going back to the student side of it, you being a teacher <laughs> and... What if, what if a young lady or, or a man came to you and said, I really enjoy movement, I really enjoy dance, I really enjoy watching it on TV, I really enjoy seeing it, I want to do it, but I, I'm scared, mm-hmm. and I have stage fright, and I, I just don't know what to do. Yeah, and actually, that's a true story. I've had people come to me. I've had people come to me and say, I can't dance. So um, I tell them, come to a class, give it a try. Uh, first of all, if stage fright is the thing that would hold anyone back, they don't have to perform. Uh, so I usually don't tell people when they come in they have to perform because that might not be why they're coming. I have students that never perform. They come just for class. They come for the, the fun of being around the other students in class that they've made friends with, and they may even spend time outside of class with. Uh, but they're really just coming for the dancing. Some come for fitness, although it's not like an aerobics class. I don't want to sell it like it's step Belly class. Belly dancing, or, right? Yeah. yeah, but but it is still a fitness class. I mean, you do get very strong abdominal muscles, and and you do sweat, and sure. you do you do get a good a little workout, and. Uh, so some come for various reasons. So the stage fright thing, I would say, hey, you don't have to perform. If you ever want to perform, perform then. So if it's just the fear of class, uh, the other thing is, is I, you know, tell them just come give it a try. And 
a lot of the atmosphere when they walk in, they realize there's nothing to be scared of because sure. they meet the other students. The other students usually immediately introduce themselves and welcome them and, you know, and, and it becomes a very open arms kind of thing, which, yeah. which is what I really encourage is the camaraderie and, and that fun of us sharing something together. And not lifelong a, friends. Yes. I mean, lifelong. And not a competition. It's all about that fun and enjoyment and self-expression. Well, now it's time to get to the part of the story about the music. I mean, music yes. is... Music plays such a huge role in dancing. It plays such a huge role in movement. And it plays just an absolute role in belly dancing. So um, what's the traditional mix? I mean, I know it's, it's just, you know, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. But what's the traditional mix of, of, of where it comes from, where it stems from? Yeah. Of course, every country has their own version exactly, of it. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Now, I'm thinking of the zitar. You ever heard of the zitar? Now, that's more East Indian. Okay. That, yeah. I guess that's where I go yeah. when I think of belly. Yeah. I, th- I go to India. <laughs> yeah, and well, there is an, an East Indian influence in okay. belly dance, and so I mean, they the, they were nomadic people. They traveled and Everywhere. shared. Yeah, so so there there is a little crossover in a lot of the forms of dance. Yet the sitar is more an East Indian instrument, although just like in any other kind of fusion, as time has moved on, you might see the sitar show up in a belly dance song because it might be more modern. Sure. So again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. It does. You already pegged it. It really depends on which country you're talking about. I use mostly Egyptian and Turkish mm-hmm. music, and I use a lot of modern Arabic music. And Because uh, there's Italian, there's Indian, there's... There, there's like Lebanese. Lebanese. There's sure. music from Jordan. There's music from various countries. And uh, the two uh, areas of belly dance that I am more trained in are some various Egyptian-style dances, including some folkloric, uh, and then also uh, Turkish and Romani and some folkloric dances I watched the Turkey. Ten Commandments every Easter, <laughs> and she dances for... for, for um, for uh, Moses and I yeah. remember, yeah, I have That's to, the Egyptian. I have to stuff. watch that one. Again. It's a wonderful scene. Okay, yeah. I have to look yeah. back. That I haven't yeah. seen that in a he long dances, time. She dances. Uh, yeah. One of the wives. Yeah, I think his favorite wife dances for him. Yeah, after he finds those tablets, pretty cool. Yeah, and my my style is mostly Egyptian. So most of the music I use is is either a modern Arabic flair or it's just pure old school Egyptian. Very nice. And uh, so the instruments uh, you've got the tablas, the dumbak. And the dumbek is a is a both of those are drums. Drums, yeah. Uh, they're usually usually skinhead, although today they might be like a synthetic. Oh, like a punk rock. Yeah, not yeah. no, not like that. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Okay, so none of that. No, no, like, no. That's what they do with them. Okay. Yeah. More no. animal skin. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Head of a drum. Got it. Um, <laughs> or it might be synthetic. I understand. Uh, uh, there's also the um, and those names of those drums are again dumbek and tabla. Okay. Very very common ones. Is that um, the one they use a little stick? No, they're both hand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You might also... Like yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, you might also see the uh, nay, which, which is a wind instrument. Okay. And then you might see um, an oud, which is... Uh, well, we'll, we'll, for good form, we'll call it the uh, Arabic guitar, but it's not really like a guitar. It's really cool-looking guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also a saz, which is another stringed instrument. Okay. And those are your most so common... So no didgeridoo. I, well... It's funny that you say that because that's what yet I again because I hear that in every belly <laughs> every time I watch you guys dance I hear the didgeridoo I'm like it's got to be there somewhere. So it's funny <laughs> that you say that. I was referring to more your traditional instruments and there's still more traditional instruments but in now nowadays you will see people use a didgeridoo yeah. uh, cuz again it's fused in sure. um I would also you'll see an accordion. Yeah. You'll see violin. Yeah, I've seen, I have a song that my students dance to that has a banjo in it. Sure. So, and Why I'm not? sure that was not over in Egypt back in the day. There has to be a Hawaiian, <laughs> there has to be a Polynesian Hawaiian influence too. Oh yeah. So, there it, has to everybody be. was traveling. And yeah, sharing, everybody. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we do, we do share a lot of instruments now. Um, the band that I work with, their name is Yala. And they use uh, an electric guitar, they use an electric bass, they use a stand-up bass because they're all jazz and rock bass people. And then they also use some of the traditional instruments. So Now you, um, the culture. <laughs> <laughs> the culture of this is kind of uh, fun. I mean, it, it's, it's, fun. it's different. I mean, it's definitely different. Um, but the culture is a lot of fun. You guys get out there and... and, and there's not much drugs and alcohol involved. You just turn on the music and go. Yes, you know? we and do. And you just go. Now, when it comes to punk rock music, 
You need a little influence. Yeah. Because half of you can't understand. <laughs> um, so when you take some drugs, you can actually understand it. Yeah. Um, with or you tap, just don't with, care. With tap, it's yeah, sure you don't care. With tap, it's a little bit more laid back because yeah. you you know you yeah. And then with ballet, mm-hmm, we, yeah. know what, we know what that's like. Um, but the culture of belly dancing is everybody. It is. I mean, and, it's, and I've it's never seen anything quite like it. It's yeah. fun. It's a very, the thing that I kind of attribute that to is belly dancing allows the person to be themselves and allows the audience to see the person perform. Now, that's not to say that other forms of dance don't, mm. but a lot of times they're done in an energy or a mood that is set by by the piece that they're dancing. So in ballet, the mood is usually set by the piece that they're dancing. Uh, whereas in belly dancing, someone is able to put on a song that allows them to kind of let them be themselves. So there's not really always an expectation of a certain mood. Of course, if you pick a sad song, then you wouldn't want somebody dancing happily across the stage. There's no. the logic there. But, no. but, but in general, you get to be you. So I think in belly dancing, it's a very freeing dance, which I think creates a very free culture. Yeah, and I can see your transformation from jazz to belly dancing, because to me, and, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Phoenix, that jazz is, to me, an improv type of music. It's improv. A guy gets on the piano, yeah. plays what he wants, the drummer starts, saxophonist starts, big bass starts, whatever, whoever wants to jump yeah. in can jump in. Because I, 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 I go back to Woody Allen and his band. <laughs> he plays the clarinet. And I go back, they're very improbable. You know, they're very improv. Yeah. And if you watch the movie Sleeper, his band plays the whole music throughout the whole movie. So, so, so jazz is very improv. Belly dancing can be improv. Yeah. And, and, and the transformation to both it just seems like a logical... If you like jazz and you like dancing to jazz, go to Phoenix because belly dancing is right down your alley. It's yeah. the same. It's very similar. It's very. It's really fun. It's fun. I, when I did jazz, I did always have to do choreography. But did you? I think the musicians got to have a little more fun. Yeah. No, it was fun to me. But okay. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna stand up. I know the people in the listening audience can't see this, but the people in the live audience can. Um, we're gonna we're gonna all, we're gonna stand up. And uh, anybody in the in the in the audience who wants to stand up with us, please do, um, and stand up if you want, uh, if you wish. Um, teach us, um, teach me and Will, my technical directors, to, right there to your to your right. I'm to your left. Okay. Uh, teach us a traditional kind of, you know, maybe a couple, uh, not not fossy moves, but you know, some traditional, you know, what you would teach a, a beginner class. So a belly dance move, not no. so much a jazz. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just doing that because I, I know the terms. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So your arms are out. Uh huh. Yep. And relax, like let them bend. Yeah, there you go. All right. Now you're going to push one shoulder forward. The right shoulder, push it forward. Then push that one back and switch with the left. All right. Don't bend the arm. Oh, oh. Do it again. Mm. Forward. The left, mm. right? Right. Okay. Left. Loosen up, because okay. we're going to go really fast. Okay? Right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, right, left. <laughs> this is it? We're doing it? Yeah. You, you look a lot better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> now the audience knows why I did it. No, um, that's awesome. Did you do it, Will? Did Will do it? No, he was holding oh, the mic. For he's me. holding the mic. All right. I think well, it's we'll, called the safety zone. He's doing that. Right. So and what is? To. Yeah. And what is the? Uh, what's the move called? That's just a shoulder shimmy. Shoulder shimmy. Yeah. A shoulder shimmy. Shoulder shimmy. It's a tongue and then, twister. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Is that a jazz move too? No. No. I mean, maybe, but maybe, I don't I think don't so. Nah. So a shoulder shimmy, that's what you taught us. Yeah. That's fun. He knows nobody in the audience stood up. No. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, well, oh that's right. Yeah. Jude, Jude, Jude yeah. Okay. I, had to, I had to keep my eye on him. <laughs> yeah, because so I, I had to make to sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but fun. Um, where did you, where did you, uh, how long can you do this? I mean, you said people are doing it in their 70s. Yeah. As long as the body can move, yes. belly dancing can be done? Yes. There might be some things that you might have to give up, uh, like if you have a knee injury or something. Maybe floor work is not something that you do anymore. There might be some moves that hurt, you know, uh, your neck, like if you've had a neck injury, neck slides and the head slides and stuff. But in general, there's still so many moves that you can do. You can keep dancing. Now, you market that too. I, mean, I do. You, you tell people... I, I'm, an, I'm a nurse. I, I, I know the spinal cord. I can mm -hmm. help you. Does people, I mean, do ever, any doctors ever say, hey, uh, you're, you need to move your body a little bit more? I know this lady. Uh, her name's Phoenix. 
I mean, does it ever happen? I don't think doctors normally send people to belly dancers, but I will say that I've had a couple of uh, students that have had various issues. Uh, one student that had rheumatoid arthritis and moving actually allowed her to not become stiff as much. You know, she still had some issues. Okay. It's not that it took care of it, um, but it definitely helped. I've had other people that have had needed um, strengthening and because of certain injuries, and it's definitely helped them. I, at times, I'm afraid that the mainstream public doesn't necessarily understand proper posture. And so some doctors might actually feel like you shouldn't do it because they think the twisting moves are twisting on the knee. But if done properly, you don't twist on the knee. Um, if, if people start straight-legging, like straightening up their legs and twisting their hips, then you're going to twist on the knee. But I don't let people get into that posture. I keep them bent. So that's just one example. So I think a lot of times when we look at um, the Western thoughts that they've never seen or understood, they might actually think, oh gosh, when I get older, I can't move like that. When actually, okay, maybe it won't look the same, but chances are you can still do a lot of it. Sure. And uh, a lot of it's just making sure you do it safe and proper and maybe just removing the moves that are not good for your body. Now, do you do private classes? Do you take do. a one-on-one -on -one person? I do. And, and, and who, who can, and then kind of weed them into the fold or do you just... If just that's how they would like to do it, sure. And I have, uh, most of the time, my private classes come from my students that are working on something specific and they want to work on something a little more intense than what we're doing in class. And so they come, or I'll have people, I have had uh, people travel to Denver and take from me. I had a, a, a mom and her daughter that wanted to learn the wings, which is the mm -hmm. DVD that I have. Um, and they came for two weeks and actually studied with me for two weeks. Uh, it was one of those crazy things that when I got the email, I thought it was uh, junk mail or some sort of scam, but they were for real. They wow. actually were wanting to come to my city and take for one hour a day for two weeks. It was pretty amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, and they're uh, from where? They were from Montana. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Now, have you performed all over the United States? or? I have performed in various areas, a lot of the United States. Yeah. And have you ever ventured away? I have not gone international yet. Not my body. My DVD has. Right. I know your DVD has. Yeah, not, my DVD not, not is your, all around the world, yeah. but my physical body has not performed. And the name of your DVD yet. again is? It's actually called the Isis Wings with Phoenix. And can you find that on? Uh, where can you find it? Uh, you can find it on my website, uh, which is phoenix-dancing.com, or on Amazon. Very well. Yeah. And uh, and then do you have a you have a CD as well? I just have the DVD. Just the DVD. Yeah, okay, I just have just the DVD. DVD. And that's yeah. all you need. I mean, that's that's yeah. everywhere. And how much is that usually on that's average? That's around twenty six dollars. Oh, very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. It and is. It how long? Uh, the DVD is um, an hour and eighteen minutes. And it's instructional mainly. It's instructional specifically for the wings, for the wings. A, a particular okay. prop. Okay. So it, it doesn't teach the belly dance moves themselves, but there are plenty of DVDs out there that do that yeah. also. Where is um where where else can they find you on 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 uh, social media? Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Okay. Um, under just Phoenix. Yeah. Kind of like share. That's where I found you. Yeah. Just Phoenix, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'm also on um, Twitter, and that's under Phoenix Dancing, and those are really the two main things. What's your I average use. class size? How many how many people are are, are you are, is a good comfortable class size for you? Uh, really, ten to twelve is my okay. ideal. I do have some classes that get up to fifteen or sixteen people. At that point, I usually cap the class because I want to have a lot of personal hands on and be able to really help the individual. So having a huge class is not a great thing. So you're RN during the day and you are. <laughs> belly dancing at night. Yes. Is that, is that the way it goes? Yeah. Well, actually, I, I'm an RN maybe a couple of times yeah, a week, and, and then, I'm belly dancing usually four or five times a week. Wow. And then your, and what's, your, what's your husband do? My husband, uh, he works for, um, he's an AutoCAD designer, works for a local company, and then he's a musician. Wow. What does he play? Uh, he plays stand-up bass, electric bass, and drums. Very cool. And hand drums. Any, any, any bands you want to tell him where he's going to be? Yeah. Or? The band that, that we work with that mm -hmm. is his main band is called Yala. Mm -hmm. And oh, he's uh, in the band. Okay. He is, oh. yes, yes, yes. We actually formed it with some of his jazz members. Um, and then the band Yala kind of absorbed the jazz band. And where will you be performing in the next six months? So, April 16th, the band oh, yeah. will be with us. Yeah. And uh, that is at Cherry Creek Harbor. And that is an all ages show. Uh, everyone's welcome. You don't have to be a belly dancer. And it's going to be an all live music show. So, everyone who's dancing will perform to the band. 
And then we'll have a couple of hours of open free dancing time, just like at any club where everybody just gets up and jam dances together. Oh, that's fun. So where is that? Cherry Creek Harbor is on Quincy and Parker Road okay. in Aurora. Okay, very mm-hmm. cool. And then you'll have a free, free, free time where people, after the show, people can get up just there and dance. Just freestyle dance. Yeah, oh, just get fun. up and just boogie. And you don't have to know belly dancing. You don't have to be belly dancing. And then you update your website. You update I your do. Facebook all the time where people can find you and do stuff. My website's always up to date on where I'm going to be and, uh, and what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So that's a fun one, though. Yeah, that sounds fun. That's I, a really I fun one. That's write. a great one for if somebody's thinking about, I'd like to see this thing. Yeah. It's going well, to be I'm, all live music. I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah, yeah do I it. Have, I want to have some fun. I want to do dance. It. Usually my students pull people up and start teaching them moves. How many students know. total do you have, do you think? I'd say at any given time, 40 to 50 students. Wow. And the Andrew Mint will come in. They, they come and go as they please. Yeah, life, life happens. Life so happens, sometimes sure. they can't always be belly dancing and they have to take a break. Or, and know. word of mouth helps too, right? It does. Huge, it does. Right? It does. I teach uh, at the North Glen Rec Center on Wednesdays, and uh, someone's subbing for me tonight. Nice. And I teach at the Trails Rec Center on Sunday evenings, and that's down uh, in Centennial Aurora area. And then I teach in Inglewood on um, Mondays, and then I have a once a month class in Inglewood also, and that's at a studio. Wow. So, yeah. You are a busy lady. You are you have lived an incredible life up to now, and you're going to keep moving and shaking uh, Denver people and Coloradoans into the future of belly dancing, and I thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. I hope you've had a good time. I've had a great time. Great. <laughs> are you ready for Fast Five Questions? Rob's Fast Five Questions? Uh-oh. Okay, sure. Okay, here we go. They're not hard, so, are they? No. Okay, good. Little. Little. <laughs> I, I don't know. They, they're random. So okay. They're no, they're no set question. What's, the, what's your favorite color to dance in? Purple. 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 Why? I've always loved purple. Just purple? It's, 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 it's the uh, color of royalty. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so they say dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So I'm doing it right. That's what you're saying. And I'm pretty sure Prince Got Harry it. is still available. Our, oh, well, yeah. my husband may not be okay with that. Well, if you're marrying a prince, he may not care. <laughs> okay, I'll stick with purple. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If you were a cat, what would your name be? Hmm. It would probably still be Phoenix. Really? Probably. No, why not? Well, why not? Yeah. yeah. Stick, stick with it. took me long enough to figure stick, out this name. Don't make me come up with another one. Stick with something that works, right? Stick with something that works, right? Who needs to take your class? What type of people need to take your class? I think everyone should. Everybody. I think anyone that wants to have fun. Okay. If they don't want to have fun, then you should not take my class. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to make you have fun. Yeah. And, and how many men do you think, you know, out of the 40 people in a, in a month that you teach, how many think of men? I don't have uh, any guys taking on a regular basis from me right now, but I have had three or four. It's not as many as as women, but they are more than welcome. Guys are more than welcome to come. I did have a young man taking from me for a couple of years, and um, yeah, so he was in uh, early 20s, and I've had men come and take privates because they wanted to learn and maybe didn't feel as comfortable in class. Nice. What's your favorite dessert? Chocolate. Anything chocolate? Anything chocolate. Really? Yeah. Anything. Anything chocolate. Well, I don't know. Chocolate cheesecake? Did you eat that? Yeah. Really? Notice I didn't say anything dipped in chocolate. I just said anything, anything chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, okay. Because I'm not going to get into the weird stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't no, want any no, chocolate no, covered no, ants no, no, or no, anything no. like that. Um, what, what, what movie genre do you like? Hmm. That, that depends on my mood, but probably 80s. 80s? 80s stuff. Like the Breakfast Club. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Grease. Better Off Dead. I guess Greece would be 70s. Yeah, yeah but better off that. No, Greece, that kind of... Greece too you'd get. Yeah. Which yeah. it wasn't very good, but... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I like Greece wine. <laughs> I mean... But the 80s movies. Michelle Pfeiffer looked good, but If that's I have it. my choice, I usually automatically migrate movies. to something that's just fun. And which one, which one which could you watch over and over again? Which, which 80s Pretty movie? Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink, really? Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Which team were you on? Team um, Dorco or Ducky or Team... I like them both. I don't remember the other one's name. I forgot to. I, I should know it. I'm trying. I'm digging. I'm digging into my psyche. Blaine really. or Blair or I think it's something. Bla- yeah. 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 Something like that. <laughs> I, I like Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one, yeah. too. And, uh, and St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Those three always go together. And, and don't the Big they? Chill. Um, yeah. I was a very mature kid, I guess, because yeah. I liked the Big Chill, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> if, um, if you could pick anybody, dead or alive, that you'd like to belly dance with, who would it be? Wonder Woman. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Anybody that knows me is smiling right now because they know that that would be the answer. 
Isn't her last name Prince? Isn't it? Um, what Carter. Is, what, what is Wonder Woman's? Oh woman? yes, her her her, her, her Diana Prince. Yes, Diana, Diana Prince. Prince. Diana Prince is her. Is her? And then I like purple. So hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, an, yeah. It comes back around. Have you seen the movie? I have not. You mean the new one? Yeah. No, I have. She's not. in it. But I own all the old all the old one we know, Diana Carter. Yeah, yep. yeah, oof, yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, yep. Every every teenage guy, I'm like, hey, yeah, I love Wonder yep. Woman. Um, <laughs> love Wonder Woman. Yeah. Thanks again so much for being on the Thank show. You. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. And thanks for closing out the press club with us here at the Denver Press Club. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's been involved with us being here uh, for 37 uh, shows and 52 over 52 guests and over 500 live audience members. We want to thank them so much for hosting us for these past three seasons. We'll be moving on to um, a new venue, which we're very, very proud of, which is the original Brooklyn's in the Old Vic, which is not that far away. I just want to remind everybody to please listen, talk, and laugh as much as you can. Wake up every day with a purpose to do good things, just like Phoenix does with others. And you just might be downtown with us at the Old Vic, Old Brooklyn's, and to be our topic of conversation. I'm Rob Scalligans. I'm your host. And good night, and have a good day. (laughs) 